Here we are with another episode of Heights and Pages. Today, um, I've decided that I'm going to throw a subject. I haven't even talked to these guys about it. I'm going to throw a subject out there. You just yelled at me to hit record. And we are, I'm going to throw this out into the universe. And these guys, we're going to have a discussion. And it is going to be a barn burner. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) We are going to discuss... Batman and his villains. Oh. We are going to discuss. Oh. Oh. Now, what do you mean by Batman and his villains? Are you asking, like, are you saying. Who's your favorite, Batman? Who's your favorite, Joker? (laughs) We're going to discuss the fact that. I'm going to, everyone's going to get angry with me. We're going to discuss, I'll hold that thought. We're going to discuss why you think. why? Why, why we Joker is the best one? Why we all? Been. Why Batman's villains are so much better than every other comic book or yes, every other yes, comic book sir. character ever made? And this is coming from a guy, as I say, yes, sir, that only buys Marvel. Essentially, I bought like five DC comics because none of them fucking interest me. So we are going to discuss Batman. And his villains. Um, Joker is obviously the most prominent one. Yeah. I am going to Joker. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start because I'm the one that came up with this. Yeah. These guys had no clue I was even throwing it out. Yeah, I, I, I can or I can already see Brad going through. <laughs> I'm going I'm through. Looking at the Batman's. I'm looking at all the Batman's. So for me, for me, I've got I've got to, and and people aren't gonna like them. I get it. People aren't going to like him. Uh, I enjoy Christian Bale. Um, not that my, nothing's wrong with Michael Keaton. I enjoy Christian too. Bale. His first his so, first two movies were solid. I have to interrupt here just because, and this is where everyone's going to get angry with me, I'm bad with actors. Which, is that Chris, what? Is Dark Knight. Christian Bale? Nolan's? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's yes. what I need to know. Uh, Everyone can yell at me in whatever comments. <laughs> Tweet at me at Levi underscore Landis19 if you want to yell at me. The um, the the other one for me is always uh, Adam West. Adam West, 66, Batman, <laughs> the OG, the original. Um, to me, that is... That is, uh, I grew up with that. Uh, my dad watched, my dad and I watched it all the time. Uh, so Adam West, I do have another place in my heart for Kevin Conroy, who played uh, the was the Batman voice um, for the animated yeah. series. Yeah. Um, when I when I and I've told this to many people that come into the store because Batman's always odd topic, um, always odd topic because he's got so many DC books and he's got so much coverage with everything else. Um, when people say Joker to me. I, I picture I picture Cesar Romero from the old 1966 show, um, but I hear Mark Hamill's voice from the animated series. Yeah. So yeah, I like I'm he, a, he Ledger is not even in my conversation. See, and I'm a young kid, and again, reference the Christopher Nolan ones, and I will be honest. Besides for a couple other ones, that's really the only Batman I've seen. But I. I've seen the animated series. I've seen the newest Joker. I've seen a couple of the old movies. 
There is no other Joker besides Heath Ledger, and anybody can argue me that. I don't care. He, Heath Ledger's Joker was good, but when people say Joker, I picture I picture Cesar Romero. Mm. I, I hear Mark Hamill. I hear that laugh. I hear the cackle. Mark Hamill is yeah. just like, to me, Mark Hamill is Joker. Yeah. He's just is Joker. I know he's Luke Skywalker, but he is Joker. Yeah. So, and, and I will agree, I do love his laugh. And I can picture that in my head. And to boot, you've just got Batman's villains. Batman's villains are so iconic. You, Riddler and uh, Mr. Penguin. Freeze and Penguin and Poison Catwoman, Ivy. Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, Red Hood. I mean, they just, I know that's a they are yeah. just, they are just solid. And his sidekick, Ended up Robin into Nightwing. I mean, and, and all three just, Robins. Yeah, and you've got. I mean, you got Rajah Ghoul is a is a oh, Batman yes. and and was a fantastic Batman. We got Bane. You know, the worst of the three yeah. Christopher Nolan movies. So, so I've I've rambled this first probably five minutes. So <laughs> I will. Um, I will you hit that on the dot. I will I will right. kind of I will interject and let let other people talk but believe me I will not hold back on my opinion but uh, so what what are your guys' thoughts on uh, Batman's and Batman villains? I'm going to put this out there at the beginning just so that way and yet again tweet at me at the original handle I told you Levi Land- Levi underscore Landis 19 on Twitter but uh I know everyone loved and praised the new Joker movie. I know it's getting a sequel, and I'll piss a lot of people off. I fell asleep like a third of the way through it because it just was—it sucked. It was boring. I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand any of it. I, I didn't watch. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix! That, that I enjoyed no, Joaquin. No, I did. Okay, sorry. I did you watch the Joaquin. Yeah, I did. I, did watch I enjoyed sorry. Joaquin Phoenix. And it's nothing against his acting. I'm not talking shit on that. I just thought that movie sucked ass. If, if and I just, I also am not one that can deal with the cringe, the having to watch him be embarrassing yes. and suffer. And, it's a, it's a theater piece. And, you have to and, appreciate theater. I well, think. I'm a theater kid. Yeah. Well, and that's that's. I looked at that as it was more of a production instead of a movie. That's the way I seen that and. I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was a whole different type of movie. And I don't I, really rank him in the rank of Jokers necessarily. I wouldn't I'm, even put him. I, I wouldn't even. And here's the problem. But I don't. I know when it came like, out, a lot of people put in contention with you, Mark can, Hamill, and you Keith Leonard. And I said, "Go fuck yourself." You There's can, not many Jokers out there. There's not many renditions of Jokers out. You can. I think he's you the can worst. Have, you can have Batman without Those Joker. Jokers. You can't have Joker without Batman. I agree with that completely. Well, and I think it was good to see some sort of a. I don't want to say an origin story because again, I fell asleep half or a third of the way through it. But whatever that movie was, it was good to see another side of Joker well, or the, a beginning of Joker or whatever the hell it was. I, I know uh, it's not linked to the DCEU necessarily, but I enjoyed it for reasons that weren't comic book oriented. Like, or and I, I know that like, isn't. A that's, big, I enjoyed that's, it as a separate standalone movie that had nothing to do with fucking. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I did enjoy that. But um yeah, he didn't he didn't 
I don't necessarily place him as the rank of Joker. I mean, yeah. I don't put him in the rank. My, I just wanted to get that out of the way. My, but I don't think he did that. He did. My, it, he was a better Joker than fucking Jared Leto. Right now, <laughs> Jared Leto sucked ass. Oh, did Jared Leto fucking my fucking yeah. ass with how bad I give, his Joker I give was. Joaquin the rank of fucking. Uh, you just stick back you know, in CGI and there's so much. Dude, I didn't even think about Jared Leto when we started talking about Joker. If that tells you how bad he is. I would put him under, and that's all the shit I just talked about. The Joker movie. He can't talk. He can't talk with teeth. He can't talk with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He his dialogue was so fucking dampened by them fake ass gold teeth. Like that was a poor choice on the director's part. Whoever played Joker needed their natural teeth because the direct the Joker's supposed to be very articulate. Very yeah. well spoken. He's supposed to be able, and to his speak. words are supposed to matter. And honestly, that's kind of why I didn't like. That's why I wouldn't put Heath Ledger at the top because he slurred. He just and he was like, "Real hard." There's there's an eloquence to Joker. There's madness and there's chaos, sure, but there is a bit of silly eloquence to the Joker, and that is a he just. I will. I will. Mark agree. Hamill nails that. Yeah, I will, Hamill I will agree. Heath Ledger does not give you yes. as much of the silliness, if any. But, it's, but I will say yeah. that rewatching the movie because I I did so about a week or so ago, and not even I didn't even know you were going to bring this up. <laughs> I also rewatched both the new rock stars to give them a shout out and their channel the deep dive because they broke down. The Dark Knight repeatedly. Um, I would argue the slurring as I'm trying to use my words here carefully, but and I do agree that they probably should have uh, made him speak a little more clearly at times, but it adds to the character of the brokenness to that Joker of like specifically thinking about the deep dive when they did it. Um, they brought up the whole uh when they're sitting in the kitchen uh and he puts the pencil through the guy's face yeah. through the eye socket and uh one of the gang members calls him crazy and he puts a very specific while it's very low toned and kind of slurry i'm not crazy he's very specific about being very methodical and yes. his words do matter while there's no joking behind them like what you think of with the joker well, he's he's planning his speech and he's doing it. There's in a way. I'm just kind of trying to argue, and I'm not doing it very well with it of the slurring of the words or the uh, his. I think every word and not every word, but a lot of his words and a lot of the speeches he makes do matter in that, and they give you a lot more undertone yeah. and meaning behind his character, especially with that one being based off the killing joke of him. Not really. Right. I know we don't have any basis origin story. There's been a lot of different ones, so there's not a set one. Well, that, but that gives yeah. you... It just adds to the that's, mystery of him that's, in that series. Yeah, that's the comment I was going to make. Heath Ledger's Joker... It's a much more is, crazy and chaotic is, rather than silly. Is on the list. And, and I would go... I would go Hamill... Romero, Ledger, 
And then I would go DiMaggio, who plays is the voice of the Joker in a lot of the mo- in a lot of the movies now um, for the animated movies. Uh, Joe DiMaggio. I probably and, haven't seen them, so and and I'm probably saying his last name wrong. I don't. Think I mean, that sounds right. DiMaggio. 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 Yeah, we apologize but, to anybody. We're bad with names and pronunciations. The um, we are Midwest. The problem. Folks. The problem that I always had with with uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker and the Joker on Gotham. And the Joker. I didn't even think about the um, and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie was there is no origin story for the Joker. There's just there never was. There I never was for it. years. There was no oh, origin okay. story. Sorry, I see the Joker saying. was just crazy. The Joker was just there. He's a crazy. There was, like there was Not no. Good. There was no reason for an origin story. There was no reason. To have it that the Joker was the Joker, there was no explanation of why he was what he was, and I thought and and when it is Dimaggio, is it Dimaggio? Yeah, John Dimaggio. Okay, so um, okay, so it's John mm-hmm. and not Joe. Okay, and um, I think that they, I I think you cheapen the Joker when you try to give him an origin story. Like, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons I like Heath Ledger's the most is the fact that he gives you, as far as we know, of three, and again, three I keep, different origin stories. And I yeah. keep giving him a shout out, which I don't have a problem with, but I just keep referencing it. When the deep dive did it with Eric Foss, um, he mentioned something about whether that uh, ballroom scene was cut. I remember what it was. You can tell specifically where he has. Um, what's yeah, her? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. When he has her by the face and is doing the whole his origin story, that's green screened in. The whole ballroom behind him is green screened, and it's that was an aftertake, which means that there was a possibility that he could have went up to multiple people giving a kind of origin story. Mm-hmm. Not that that's confirmed, but he makes reference to it. And I like the fact that I like the fact that while he kind of gives an origin story, doesn't give one. Yeah, yeah, he. It's the killing joke. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants it to be multiple, as it's said in that comic book. If he had a choice, he'd make it multiple choice. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's. I mean, the Joker is just. It's. He's just. He's iconic for sure. He's iconic for sure. But and Hamill, like I said, Hamill and Romero are it for me. Um, if I go Batman's, I go Nolan, or I go, I go Bay, uh, Bale. Nolan's Batman, and uh, I, I to me Keaton and Affleck, and even uh, Sparkly. Oh <laughs> shit! Even Sparkly. So if, are right there. Are right there. Like even with this is. I mean Kevin Conroy. I mean really, really, the only Batman's that I didn't care. I didn't care for Val Kilmer. I didn't care for uh, I, George Clooney. No, like everybody loves Val Kilmer. I did not like Val. Kilmer. Yeah, I didn't and care I just, for Val Kilmer. I didn't care for George Clooney. Just so I can get mine out of the way, I've only seen these three, so I'd have to do Christopher Nolan's <laughs> Batman. I haven't seen the, the Batman with Robert Pattinson, and so, I'm going to go ahead and write that one off as a nope. <laughs> And me and you can argue this. Maybe Dad can put input it. 
and we don't have to do it right this now. We'll, we'll do it in this podcast. But I enjoyed that one. I th- I think it was about a half hour to 45 minutes too long. I think they should have cut it off. And I haven't watched it since the first time I watched it. So I'd be very fuzzy on trying to remember my exact point. Of, I wanted it cut off. But I didn't think it ran a little long. But I do think he played a really good Batman from being his second. It's supposed to be Batman in his second year of being Batman. He's still new to it. He's still a little... He doesn't fully pull his punches. He's not killing anybody. It's it's, it's a very big, different Batman that I think um, Robert Pattinson does a... I don't want to say an excellent job, but I'll say a very good job portraying. I've seen a clip of him in an interaction with uh Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. their weird dialogue <laughs> right next to each other turned me off the whole movie. There's no way okay. I could ever watch that entire I'll, movie because of that. <laughs> I would have to that I would have to rewatch so it. I would have it to rewatch so it or see that clip. It's, and it's, it's so so far out of I don't remember that. Don't get me wrong. I was going to say, probably, I don't remember that. It's, prob- it's probably right at the beginning when they're in the, the they're in the house after that guy gets killed. It looks like they're in a smaller room. They're in yeah, some kind of small so room. Probably and they're right. talking to each other. And I feel like people are watching from an outside area. But I'm going to ask this yeah, specifically, like, oh. not trying to talk any shit or anything. Are you sure it wasn't a cut video where they Dude, were it could have to- been. It could have uh, been. It could have absolutely been a cut video. But it was enough for me to realize, like, I don't want either of these two playing my Gordon or my fucking Batman. <laughs> uh, but I, it's, it's, a, it's a three-hour movie. Yeah. It should have really and been 215, 220 in my it's a It's a three-hour movie, and I've sat through it four times. Did you like it? I've sat, I've sat through it four times. And you liked it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I it's too, it's too long. It's too long. Um, I, but I, I but I, Pattinson, he does a really good job. He really, opinion. and 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 Paul Dano. And this is coming from a guy that read the Twilight books and tried to watch the movies and fucking hated it. Well, and Paul I, Dano, I, I, Paul I, Dano's, Paul Dano's Riddler, how they worked the Riddler. Was just incredible, really oh, incredible, yeah. just yeah, incredible. Yeah. And was- and and the Catwoman's in there, and she's fine. Um, Colin Farrell's Penguin is fantastic. He did a great job as Penguin, um, especially because they had him being a CD bar owner, which fit perfectly. Yeah. Um, but Paul Dano's. Uh, year one crazy Riddler, not Jim Carrey Riddler. We're talking dark, deep psychological issues. Riddler, yeah, was um just was good. I mean, it was it was good. It was captivating. It was captivating. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, and and like I said, and. And don't get me wrong. I've watched it four times. For I probably I might have watched it more. Uh, it's it's my go to flight movie. It's my own flight, flight movie. Yeah, I can put in a set of headphones and plop my phone in front of me when I'm taking when I'm stuck on a four hour flight from Indy to California or uh, Mexico. 
or to Mexico, it's my go-to flight movie. That honestly surprises me. Not that again, because I did say I love the movie, but that just surprises me. Yeah, it's my it's my go-to because it's got just enough like um, it's got just enough action to keep me interested, and it's got just enough dialogue to keep me uh, focused. So it's yeah. my go-to like. Because I have trouble sleeping on a plane, so yeah, I, I yeah, I, yeah, I have trouble sleeping on a plane. So it's like I got to find a movie to watch, and and uh, in the last three times I've been on a plane, that's been my go-to. That's been my go-to. But so. to finish my point is because I was listing three, it'd be uh, Christian Bale, yeah, Robert Pattinson, and then I don't know which one it is, but the. The only old Batman I've seen is the one with Poison Ivy and uh, Dr. Freeze. That's Kermit's Freeze. That's Clooney. Yeah. Whatever fucking movie that one one is. Batman Forever? Yes. It's when you like a Batman because he had good villains. Yeah, I was just say yeah. I'm, but even the feelings, that the feelings were good I'm stretching for a third because I only know those two Batman. You, you haven't I seen either. You haven't. Go ahead. You haven't seen Batman v Superman or Justice League. I've seen Batman v Superman. What the? F- who was that one? That was Ben Affleck. Batflick. Batflick. Batflick, in my yeah. opinion, can. I don't know. I couldn't stand his voice. I couldn't no, stand no. the. I couldn't stand. It's I, funny. It's I'm funny. still. I'm still tainted by the fact that I they heard, still had the whole Martha issue with the fact I, of. Yeah, the Martha thing was bad. I'll tell you what. Though, I, I'm still. I'm, I'm just. T- I'm tainted. I'll tell you what that. though. Um, and and if you take Justice League out of it, I've not seen either and, the Snyder and, cut or the original. And go Justice to Justice League. League Snyder cut. If we go deep. Deep Snyder Cut, the four-hour Justice League. I saw 22 on HBO, minutes, on HBO my Max. machine shut off, and I never started watching it again. I've seen it twice. And fuck? Yeah, I know, right? It's another one of those things where it's a go-to flight movie, because um, I have several flights. And Oh, trust me, I know, buddy. And um, Ben Affleck is good in that. He's good. Um, the extra scene that they cut out at the very end with Jared Leto, where he plays Joker, and he's not got the teeth in, yeah. and does a speech that is so they're yes, where they're got in the a dust. He's got post-apocalyptic Batman going. So, uh, yeah. so can someone yeah. fill me in on this as somebody who has not good. seen this? I have watched the Snyder Cut. Have you watched this? Have you watched the Snyder Cut? Oddly enough, it's been a while since I watched the Snyder Cut. Yeah, I watched so, it when it came out, and I muscled through it, and I was like, how why do I do this? But that last yeah, that last I mean, that, scene almost is why you do it. That last yeah. scene. That last scene. So what happens is they kind of um so they win. I mean they, they do their whole thing and uh the Justice League and then at the end they actually have a scene where Batman's in this like post-apocalyptic it's almost like a dream sequence, but it's yeah. not it's, like, it's almost like he's in a multiverse. 
Uh, yeah, I couldn't quite wrap my head around it. And, like, how uh, does he get to that future so quickly? Yeah, and he's in this this future in this desert, and it looks like a desert at the edge of a big city, though, he's, like the edge of Gotham, right? And he's with Jared Leto, Joker, and Jared Leto gives this. Uh, I would almost call it iconic speech that nobody really got to see unless you watch the HBO Max yeah. version Snyder Cut. And it's this speech about men and gods, and he justifies himself and makes Batman almost question everything that's yeah, going on. Basically, he, he he fucking hits him with a moral conundrum that just stops Batman and dead in his tracks for yeah. genius. Yeah, and it's 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 incredible how, he, and it's incredible that that was the same Joker that was in the other movie. In Suicide Squad, let alone the fact that the studio wouldn't. I mean, the only at that point, the only good scene Jared Leto did. Yeah, the yeah. only good scene that fucker. Did. Yeah, and and it, it mind blowing to me that that Snyder has this version, and they don't just like cut it into two two hour movies and release it as Justice League Part One and Justice League Part Two. I think I that think cut, people like, forgot they could do that. I think people honestly forgot they could do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know what they like. They could have done. Think people forgot they could. The do people it. making movies forgot they can make a fucking two part movie. Yeah, like they straight like, up forgot. You're making three hour movies when our movies are normally an hour and a half. They're literally just mashing two movies together. I mean, you do have a point you there. Can, you can same make two-hour, 45-minute movies can in, include your cut scenes that actually mean fucking something and make two full-ass movies that we won't get tired of watching instead yeah. of one movie we get tired of watching halfway through and then you cut it weird because you mashed it all together. Yeah, like the like people are they're. I mean, you're filming there. more material by fucking. The budgets are so big is because they're filming so much material they don't I, use. But hold on, but also yeah. this is a little bit of a side tangent. But and I might be getting my titles wrong, but uh, can't remember which titles it was specifically. But I know like Indiana Jones was a three hundred million dollar budget. Okay. And there was what? another movie that came out around that was a three hundred million. That's an awful lot. Yeah. The and two. we don't we no, don't I think it was two. No, no, it's confirmed three hundred, but we don't know how much of that was marketing. Oh, okay. But there's another one that also had a three hundred million dollar budget. And I may be wrong, but I'm if I remember correctly, the video I watched, Oppenheimer was only a hundred million dollars. And they did all their effects practical. And they did everything practical. Well, their, their budget, their budget was all camera. Their budget was all camera. Well, that's they kind shot of the every point. inch of it. In the IMAX. other was well. That's also kind of the point. He shot every bit of it in IMAX. Did everything practical. Made made sure everything that's was seen. And all the money. they they didn't. What is all the money going to for fucking uh, for Indiana Jones CGI CGI to making Indiana right, Jones go, look young? But if yeah. also, but. That's the thing it's is they're just inflating, yeah. they're inflating the budget because you can go ship it across fucking seas 
and get that done for a quarter of the price. No, all the, all the budgets are in. Oh yeah, no, wait, no, because you got, you got, it, it's got to go through ILM. I don't even know. Yeah, the fuck there's, there's right, line of magic. There's right. What the fuck is that? The George Lucas owns it. Yeah, that everything. There's too and many Scott, contracts. Lucas, too many. Lucas Phil, Lucas Phil only uses industrial. Sag Astra. That's the whole point of the unions. The yeah. strikes. Everything. See, I, yeah, in my Lucas opinion, in my opinion, everything Lucas is way created. too bloated with how they do shit. When you can, Luke, no. and I'm not. I, I'm all down for you know fucking shit being done here in the states and everything but also when we got such bloated fucking budgets you also, gotta cut practical practical effects cost more than digital by the way that's right that's my argument for oppenheim practical costs more than digital Set location amount of cast amount of costume cast how the cast are costume there's so many factors that play into it whereas they may have a higher budget for camera and equipment, their fucking budget for their actors was really low. They I'm just saying, I don't know biggins. that part. They had a couple biggins, and that's about fucking it. Yeah, you do have a point there. And, and it was it was all low. It was all natural, or sets didn't need to be necessary. And this built. is also coming from a guy who hasn't seen Oppenheimer yet. I so have, I, yeah, I haven't seen it either. But well, these, are, these are all things but, that are coming but from like, you got, and you got Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'm just saying, I really, and, I really think, I really think things are way too. And I, yeah. I Indiana Jones might have been a bad example to use. And I do, yeah. and I am referencing YouTube videos that I've watched, and I'm not going to fucking lie and bullshit about that. But I, I personally do think the budgets are way too fucking bloated for what they're giving us. I think it's all a fallacy in the numbers. It, it's advertised numbers and things that we think we're seeing is true, but you know, no one's net worth on the internet is ever. Oh yeah, true. Trust me, it, I know not. that. It's just a projected thing. It's some weird projected thing. So and I'm not saying three hundred million is, is end all be yeah. all the exact number. Well, and that's it. It's like we never know the true numbers, and what's really sus is never really all that fucking accurate. We get we can rough idea. My whole thing that I'm going off of again, though, is yeah. with the numbers that we are given, I don't understand how they're giving us. And I'm not I'm not trying to say Indiana Jones or any of the new movies are bad. Because also, I'm very bad about seeing new movies. But for the quality that we are getting, I think their budgets are not accurate for it. For I the think amount the that they're spending, the quality of movie we're getting is fucking bullshit. No, I think the quality so far, I think the, the human's level of expectation at this point is what's wrong. It, it's it's our... We haven't caught up, like... I was our, say, brains like this. Our, our brains expect us to be more advanced with the technology we're producing in movies than they're actually supposed to. We think we're supposed to be 20 years ahead on special effects, but like we, we're just discovering most of this shit. It's all fucking new, and you're training a whole new wave of people coming in on new technology constantly. And, and like it, it takes a craftsman level. Of passion, like you have to be passionate about your work, and you're amid a bunch of strikes and unfair conditions, working conditions. So nobody's really fucking happy to produce out the best shit. So you're getting a high budget because people are fucking fed up with not getting paid what they want, 
what they need, what they think they fucking get. I don't know any of it. I'm not in that side of it. I don't know what the work it takes, but people are fed up with their wages. And then um, we get these weird ass outlandish numbers from fucking internet sources that we think are budgets. And that's not even fucking reflective in any way whatsoever. So we hype it up. Like this movie needs to be the best fucking thing we've ever seen. And then we get it. And it is. It is the best thing we've ever seen, but we're not okay with it because we think it should fucking be better automatically without ever even seeing it. So here's where I want to interrupt. And I've been wanting to interrupt. No, go ahead. You're talking about a production standpoint with the just the visual aspect. No, it's a it's a a degenerative like mental outlook. Well, what I'm what I'm using is is. Um, you're referencing, say, CGI, or we think uh, that everything should look better than it does. And I'm not, and I should have been more specific in my complaint. I'm not even complaining about that. I think our stories are half-assed. I'm not saying that the writers. Oh, I know those. I, yeah, I, yeah, you, I you did touch that. on that with you know some people aren't feeling whether it's the writers because yeah. they are going on strike and all of that. Um, whether it's them not feeling like they're getting paid enough so they're putting half-assed shit out there or whatever the hell it was. I just think in the last probably, and this is just off the top of my head, I'd say three to five years, most of the storylines, there's been some good movies, do not get me wrong, but a lot of the stories and a lot of the big franchises have just been putting out half-assed shit. Well, not even just on the visual side, not with special effects, not with that's graphics, from a not consumer, with anything. That's from a consumer's aspect. Okay, I can bust my ass as hard as I can possibly can to make you something and you not be happy with it. But that doesn't detract the amount of fucking blood, sweat, and tears I put into it trying to polish it and make it what you want. But you never wanted that. Object. So I guess I shouldn't so use the word half-ass. Well, that's it. That's I it. Because somebody's not half-assing it. Somebody somewhere yes. in the industry most definitely didn't half-ass a fucking thing about that movie. I would. I would. It's I would just not what agree. any of us wanted personally. And I, and it's where people have lost sight of. But this I'll is also, just not my personal flavor. I'll also use the thought process and the examples I've seen through, and I will be very honest, YouTube videos, and I can't be very specific. I'd have to go through my watch history to look at which ones I'm specifically referencing. But, like, I know Quantumania suffered from the fact that they reshot a lot of stuff, and they redid the storyline halfway through, not saying that the original script wasn't good, not saying anything, that no one half-assed anything. Everything could be done better. And what I'm saying is, though, and this goes into another point, it's like also the directors and how things, they're also, because of the way things are going, they're cutting things apart and they're, they're dissect, they're intersplicing so much and changing so much that say the original uh, writer may have wrote so much into the script, but then they end up changing it and doing reshoots and all this other bullshit that it's fucking up stuff. That yeah, I think it's also bloating. I think it's bloating up the budget to bring it back to the original point of that. And I know we've gotten off the side tangent of Batman yeah. and his villains. Yeah, yeah. And I think I don't know how we I, got. It here plays in. It plays in with. It, it plays in with the Batman dynamic because a lot of Batmans are um, 
A lot of them are high names. A lot of them are written off because of their production values. Yeah. Like Adam West not being one of the best because... Because uh, his, his show was his, campy. Yeah. His yeah, show was campy. It was old. Campy. It, it was, was the old. only thing we had. A fucking Batman in live but, action. But, but it, that's, that's what it was written for. That's what it was written for. And he was true to Batman. He was. He was true to Batman. That and, sure. Yeah. The villains were fantastic. <laughs> King Tut and Egghead and, and that's the Riddler thing. and Joker and Penguin. Yeah. And Production Cat value and... means move. If you can get your fans involved. And if they're in there getting involved and getting angry about it, you're still doing your fucking job. You might not be doing it necessarily the way people want you to, but you're still doing it. Well, and I think your problem is, I think he's he's pointing directly at me, Levi. (laughs) Yeah, so I think Levi's problem is, like, so... And I might be rude because I am a newer generation person dealing with a lot of Marvel movies and they're big. Oh, yeah. And and not that I'm thinking of those specifically, but I might be ruined by that. Sorry not to interrupt. So So they've got the reshoots. And they've got the bloated production, and they've got the bloated budget. But the problem with the Marvel movies is it's a shared universe. That is true. There so is the problem is, is so a guy writes a script, the script gets turned into a screenplay. They're going to make a movie, so they yeah. film the movie, they shoot it, they shoot it, they shoot the movie. They're good. They're they're golden. And and we, we yeah and halfway through it halfway through it like uh, halfway through maybe the first two weeks of production or three weeks of production they start filming a TV show and the TV show gets into their or they're writing their script and they're like okay that can't happen in Quantum Mania because it can't happen in our show yeah. It's got to have continuity. So and now this you. comes to me bitching, and I don't mean to fully interrupt here, but that's when this gets into another big point of mine where, because Kevin, and this is a specific complaint that also it goes into a many faceted thing, but Kevin Feige being the overhead production, the overhead all seer has spread his plate too thin and being the one that's supposed to okay yeah. everything. They went from, and it's been fucking charted out from Reddit to YouTube to Facebook to everywhere, where it went from, we got three movies a year, that's fucking it. At most, they were like two hours a piece, two hours and a half a piece. It was equal up to like at most nine hours a year that he had to oversee of production-wise. And now it's spread out to like five movies, six TV shows, all this, this, and that. And that's where I get into another complaint of mine of they need, to slow, the, they need to slow the fuck down. They are, they are, I know I, I know everybody called for hey, we want we you know, we wait a year for we, we wait a year to see what happens next. I was not one of those people. Yeah. But I do know a lot of people complained like, Oh, we only get three Marvel movies a year. I need more, I need more, I need more. And now they're all yelling and bitching because we don't get good enough. I'm yelling and bitching because we don't get good enough. Right turns. Yeah. Bring it all. And they, they, here's the thing. They still only do three movies a year. Yeah, but they have all these TV but they have shows. The TV shows. Yeah. And, then, and then the TV, the TV shows. TV shows have been better than the movies. Well, say, some of them. And the, and the problem is, the, hard, the, hard, problem hard, is the problem is with the TV shows. I enjoyed Hawkeye. They, they, they bring out the TV shows and the 
TV shows are popular, so now they have to figure out how to get the people in the TV shows and the movies. Yeah, yeah that's another big issue. Because uh, me because, specifically, the whole reason I got now the Moon Knight was because of the TV show, and now I'm a big Moon Knight comic fan. But that's side tangent. But Moon Knight, how do we get him in the movies? Because yeah, because now people are like, well, now I want my guy in the movies. Well, he's got a TV show, so you know. So, but. Team Loki. Yeah, they they even <laughs> Loki's one yeah, that went Loki. from the movies to the TV show. So Dude, and he's just he's he's Tom Hiddleston's nailed it. Any fucking place he's been. Yeah. He's just, so I agree with that. So yeah, so uh, Marvel has oversaturated their own market. Um, but if demand is there, they had to give a supply. Yeah, I don't agree and with that, that because there's demand in it. Yeah, fucking bring it all. So that's that's my at this point. At this point, now we're getting into a different subject for this podcast. But I 100 percent argue that because of the fact there are so many. We can go into the fashion world. There's so many designer yeah. brands that specifically print a limited number of things and create a scarcity, and therefore the market drives up. And everybody wants it, wants it, wants it, and they specifically only give a scarcity so that way everybody wants it. Marvel could continue to do what they used to do of making a scarcity. We only make this much. We only do this much. You guys can cry, bitch, and whine all you want, but this is what you're going to get. You're going to have to wait, blah, 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 blah. There are so many other... I use your fashion industry. You're, you're confusing. You're confusing. You use the real audience with you no i'm explain that explain because i'm i'm their audience their audience their consumer is six to fifteen not twenty five to forty five and that's that's what it is kids have screens kids have screens kids have Phones, kids have iPads, kids watch Ms. Marvel. Yeah, and they watch. And then they bring their parents into comic book stores and they make their parents buy them. But do you remember how this all started where you were pulling me into all of this? That's what what I'm getting at. They went away from what they started from. They didn't 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 go away from it. That was the wrong word. They gave another demographic something and every other demographic felt neglected. Yeah. And yeah. Essentially, and we can here's Miss Marvel. You give it to the teenage girls or young, fucking the young uh, kids. And then as soon as you do this, you've got a bunch of teenage dickhead boys behind you fucking bitching. And then you look further, and there's all the fucking middle-aged guys behind them bitching even more. Because you're trying to give this teenage girl this fucking goddamn hero this idol and everybody's on your fucking back and it's like no it's like you got to make a demographic you make you make moon knight for the people who like the the a little bit more spooky edgy fucking serious scary and you make your your miss marvel for the teenagers the the youngsters the coming ups and they're and and and, then yeah yeah i mean i'd argue they're trying to hit they're trying to. They were trying to with She Hulk. They were trying. I think She Hulk was, was your romantic. Was your, was your sitcom? That's your rom. It was your, it was your yeah, sitcom. It's your sitcom. Your rom. Yeah, and and, and then you have your your Loki, which is your 
your um, dramatized love. Like, yeah. It's a weird self-love. Yeah. They, I mean, they're trying to make like, they're, they're feeling finding. They're trying to make. They're trying to hit demographics, but yeah. the, the main thing. For their movies. But if you end up spreading yourself too thin, you're never going to hit everybody. You'll hit everybody, but you'll never end up making anything that's actually fucking good. No, you'll make all kinds of good shit. You'll make so much good shit, but nobody will ever realize it because we're all fucking bickering, saying your shit's bad and mine's not. (laughs) And we're all pointing fingers when all they did was make a whole mess of fucking good shit for all of us. But what I'm saying is, is that the studio, they're so bloated and they're spreading themselves so thin that I can start poking holes in literally fucking everything and tearing everything apart to be a piece of shit. Welcome right. to comics. Right. Welcome yeah. to comics. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, you got a fucking point, but also yeah. I've been reading fucking comics for a couple months now. Again, I'm not that far yeah. into it. And while, yeah, I can ask questions of, uh, you know, the last. Every comic book character in every comic book has died. Nothing says. Yes. And, and they're all, yeah. They've so, all been I mean, resurrected. So as ridiculous as that sounds, I mean, there's 15 Spider Mans and there's 14 Batmans. But nobody, like, I think they're up to like 600 million. But you're neglecting, you're neglecting the fact at the point that there is an MCU in which they're trying to keep a stable timeline and canon, and the fact that they're now spreading themselves so thin that they can't tie everything together very cleanly and very smoothly, making a lot of bloated and bullshit product. And the fact that I get that they've killed Spider Man a billion fucking times in the comic books, I get that. I think, but it, they have the. Have to what is blood. what is the Spider Man that's going on right now? It's on issue what twenty seven of that Spider Man, and then there's another Spider Man. We're also getting the Uncanny Spider Man that's coming yeah. out. Yeah, they hit different it's, demographics, but when you're talking about the MCU as a whole, and they do consider the TV shows as part of the MCU, you're spreading yourself so thin trying to tie this all into one one thing. One MCU, one big universe, one big thing. But they open and everything touches everything. They open that the they're spreading universe. themselves so thin that it's not that it's. Uh, I enjoy a lot of what is coming out. I'm not talking shit as in I hate everything. It's fucking garbage or blah blah blah. But it, they spread themselves so thin and make so many fucking holes in their plots and their timelines and their bullshit that it's making it a little irritating and i wish they'd fucking cut it back that's what i was originally getting at yeah and they're not gonna i know they're not going to and i'm gonna continue to bitch about it yeah because the kind the more, same way that the people were bitching more money i know yeah. it's the same way that the people were bitching that they didn't get enough content and they'll continue to bitch until they get a fucking marvel show every day yeah Oh, yeah. You always have people that bitch. And I'm not trying. I get. I we've made this whole another point of fucking giant rant. Not trying to make it that far, but it's it is irritating. Yeah, I mean, if you do, yeah, I mean, if I would rather them spend more time making sure everything's cohesive and lining up and. Because also you got to think like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the fact that that at one point was not necessarily following the canon, but it did tie along with stuff that happened in the movies and stuff like yeah. that. And then they dropped it like a fucking like oh, a dead dog. And uh, I don't know. I did not watch. Yeah, I, did, I did not watch Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know what the whole they story is. Coulson. 
I think does carry a whole series. Yeah, it was the same. But I, what I what I was getting apart is they were using the movies to follow along with, and then like, I do understand that they changed some things, and it wasn't necessarily canon. But then they just dropped it like a dead dog, like yeah. a dirty bag bag of drugs. Like, well, and uh, that's, that's they did that with Daredevil too. Uh, but here's the thing: with Louis Cage, with Iron Fist, these were all pre these all predated murders with. Um, Disney, this predated Disney, and yes, and yes. here's the thing: arguably, as a Marvel fan, those were the most garbage things I I thought of Marvel. In, in, in Marvel cinema, I'm sorry, but I, I just it was like the only uh, one I'll argue daytime drama with all of them. Like all of them was daytime drama level stuff, and anybody that Dare, wants to compare Daredevil CGI one. to anything in these movies, like, yeah. like I you can't Daredevil those, season those one, maybe season two. I think season one, most of season two was fantastic. Yeah, but like I didn't care for Luke Cage. I didn't care for Jessica Jones, and honestly, I'm gonna be sure I'm gonna be honest to God with you. I couldn't finish Punisher. Anything Punisher? On cable so when we're talking about the worst, yeah. and that that goes with DC, Supergirl, but uh, yeah. all I enjoy so Netflix. Era. I just Luke Cage and, and Iron Fist sucked ass, in my opinion. I know I'm with a lot of people, but I also know there's a lot of people that disagree. I think Punisher and Jessica Jones were fan. I think the second season of Jessica Jones yeah. sucked fucking ass. Was awful. Yeah, the first season, if they would have left it at that, Jessica Jones was fantastic. Punisher, I think. They did two seasons, correct? No, I think they only did one. Was it only one? If they did two seasons of Punisher, I definitely whatever it was. I don't remember what it was. Punisher, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Punisher. I even made Kyle watch Punisher, and she fucking loved it. Daredevil, the first season, I'd say season and a half. Somewhere in the second season, it kind of fell off. Yeah, it kind of fell off. When you're talking about the CW, to change topics there. I could only watch maybe a season of Green Arrow, hated it. I watched a season of Flash, hated it. I refused to touch Supergirl because I loved, the I loved Green Arrow and I loved the Flash and I loved the Legends of Tomorrow. And to roll that all back, my favorite part of Green Arrow was the season where Raj Al Ghul was the villain and uh, who was, by the way, an original Batman villain. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, we need to roll this back. So, I, I told you I want to off. I said I even gave you my picks of Batman. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because that's what this is. All right, with all right yeah. About picks, picks of Batman. Oh, we'll go with Joker first. Uh, well, no, 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 Batman's because I stopped on Batman. I got. Uh, uh, have you done Jokers? All I said with he's, was Heath Ledger. You, you finish off your list, and then we'll. So uh, my we'll Jokers, then to just do top three, would be Heath Ledger. Mark Hamill from the animated series. I didn't watch a shit ton of it, but I can picture his laugh every time I think of a Joker laugh next to Heath Ledger's. And I'll just leave it at that because I can't even fucking consider what's his nuts. Uh, Jared Leto. Joaquin Phoenix can also suck my nuts on Joker. I like him in other shit. What do you got, Brad? All right. Well, I guess for, I'm going to start with Jokers. Okay. I'm going to start with Jokers because, of course, we I think we're all in agreement that Mark Hamill is like the end-all, be-all. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be the only yeah. one that, that argues it, but he's right yeah, there next yeah, to Yeah, he's, he's so close to your I top. I put him neck and neck. I put him neck and neck. And then... I, 
I'll put Heath Ledger second because, yeah, I mean, that, like, he lived the role. Like, it was a good role. It's not the Joker I envision when I think of the Joker, but, um, that was, it was a good one. And then coming in third, uh, see, it, I, I don't really make it to a third. I didn't watch enough of the like the old Adam West Batman to really get into like Caesar's Joker. Um, I was thinking like any other ones. That, Jack Nicholson was yeah, the other one. I mean Jack Nicholson. Uh, well, I'm, I think I'm going to give it to Jack Nicholson on the third because he even wore like there was the interview, the fabled interviewer. Like he had told Ledger that like hey, you got to be careful with this role; it'll mess you up mentally, or like something along those lines. It's some vague along those lines things where like it could eat him up. So just on that little he, note, he I did will good. say I think that Heath Ledger really fucked himself up staying in a hotel room for a month without contact. Well. Well, yeah. with very minor contact. I know there's a yeah. lot of rumors and contentions about it. I don't want to go into any of that but i do think that that uh, was fucking insane and probably what causes mental downfall i think there was stuff there was probably stuff predating that like, i'm not saying that started it i'm just yeah. saying i think that put icing yeah. on the cake to finish it all off to sadly put it that well way. i mean he played it you know and i guess in a way it was far more twisted, and he had an attitude and a look in his eye. He never walked with that kind of body language in any other movie. He never spoke that way. He never, like, that's not anything you ever seen out of any part of his life ever. Yeah. Not yeah. in general yeah. walking interviews. He was never like some wild, crazy drunk that did something like that. Like, he developed all of that for that movie. So, yeah, that movie was basically his fucking death. So, on a good Sorry, note, yeah, starting to get dark. Yeah, yeah uh, let's go to my Batman list. Yeah. Yeah. Lead that one off with Kevin Connolly because, of course, I grew up. That was the Batman and of, of my era as a child. In single-digit and age childhood, that was my Batman. It was on all my blankets. It was on all my fucking underwear. Like, his Batman was everywhere in my fucking house, man. Like, that was the Batman. Yeah. It was the one yeah. I seen on repeat. Cartoon didn't matter. It wasn't just Saturdays. It was all fucking days of the week. Yeah. It was always yeah. Kevin. Batman. Kevin Conroy, rest his soul. And then uh, I'm actually going to give, this is, this is a wild one, but... Second Batman, I'm gonna give to Ben Affleck. Okay, I can see it because I I keep my Batman's held to a standard, and it's always a classic formula. It's like you're either a good Bruce or you're a good Bat, and that's fucking it. You're never both. You're never fucking both. Bale, good Bat, bad Bruce. Was not good with the ladies. They tried to make him look like he was good with the ladies. Right. He was well, not he a, was a, he was a fucking asshole. sleep. He was always asleep. He was a bad business partner. Like, he was a lazy yeah. shit when it yeah. came to actual business. Terrible fucking Bruce. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Good Bruce. Good Bruce. 
Michael Keaton's never been a man you look at and like, this is an action star. No, he's a smooth talker. He's always a fucking businessman, a smooth yeah. talker. He's always a good Bruce. Not a good bat. West is probably the only one you could say is a good both. Like, he's the only one that comes close to being a good both because he was a bad both, but a good both at the same time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, he was a campy both. He was he was, he was smooth because the show told yeah. you he was smooth. Yeah, yeah. And he was slick because the show told you he was slick. Yeah. Like, he was fucking both because he was supposed to be. Yeah. Clooney... Not a good Bruce, but that was his best quality. He was a Bruce. He was a better Bruce than a he bat. He was a better Bruce than a bat. He was a stiff bat. But fucking he was move. a terrible... Yeah, he wasn't nah, good. Yeah, and Kilmer was terrible at both. Kilmer, yeah. Kilmer, Kilmer was, was pretty terrible, terrible at both. Yeah. He was an ugly Bruce. Like, for some reason, Val Kilmer was always good-looking in lots of movies, but he was never fucking... Yeah. I, he never he screamed good-looking to... But his, I, I would agree with you that that bat flick... Baffling. Dude, he was the most reminiscent of the cartoon version of Bruce. That's a good point. He, he was the, the most reminiscent. Yeah. Kevin Cronroy. You fucking get. sweater vest. The sweater vest sold it. Yeah. Motherfucker had a sweater vest on at some point. <laughs> and it was like, dude. And it was like, Kevin Conroy's Bruce Wayne always wore a sweater vest. Yeah. He was in the Batcave and he wasn't Batman. He always had a nice dress to him. He was always respectable. He was a respectable man outside. And that's like Christian Bale was a sloppy ass motherfucker outside of Batman. Yeah. yeah. He was a hell of a soldier, not a good officer, kind of, you know. Um, my um, underdog fucking should be held to a higher standard vote. Like the you know, the the one that everybody should have fucking mentioned but never did was is Will Arnett, Lego Batman. Lego motherfucking Batman. My God. We were considering Lego Batman. That's a Batman. That's a fucking Batman. There's a universe where everything is made of Legos. I will state though I didn't see the Lego Batman movie. Also um what was a runner up for Joker fourth place? Zach Galifianakis. Galifianakis. God damn it! I love Legos, and they fucking they own their roles. They yeah. they fucking dedicated it. It's a voice right acting role, but Jesus. Legos. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Arnett. Yeah, that is that is an underdog Batman. If you, if I've ever won, if I've ever, he's got the Bat voice. Down, yeah, he's yeah. got the puppy. Yeah, and the he really voice. isn't Bruce ever in that, is he? He is, but it's it's a vulnerable Bruce. He's the he's the damaged child Bruce. Oh yeah, that's he's right. like the oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's right. Like that's his right. Bruce is the his Bruce is the fucking one that you would see in a real life. Oh, your parents have been murdered and you're a rich kid? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're your new car. <laughs> you're like, fucking, that is the real-life Bruce if there ever was. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is true. We're talking. That is true. I didn't even uh, think. I Niche pick, niche yeah, pick. Gotta, yeah. gotta represent my Lego homies. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that until you said something. How are we at, time-wise? I didn't even see what that was. Uh, an hour. Fifty-eight minutes. Fifty-eight minutes. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, we all did our picks. 
Um, we I mean, none of, us, none of us really agreed. We did go on a weird yeah, tangent. No, no uh, agreement. Yeah, no Except really Kevin agreement. Conroy. Yeah, fucking Kevin, long yeah. live legend. Yeah, so I mean, we 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 didn't really dive into the other Batman villains, which is fine, not a big deal. But I think Batman. There's is not better. a lot of representation. I was gonna say, I'm yeah. also real bad with yeah. them. The Too only two really face I can yeah. think of is. Yeah. Um, sorry, the guy uh, that played Harvey Dent in uh, Dark Knight. Yeah, Aaron. Uh, there you go. Um, Thank you. God, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, okay. The, the other Two Face. Um, Are you talking uh, about the Harvey, animated uh, series? Uh, oh, is it? It's God not damn it, the most one of the most. It's well not. Known. It's not Harvey Keitel. It's um, the other one, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Why could not get that? <laughs> it was oh, Tommy God. Lee it's Jones. Googling. That's yeah. my problem. Tommy Lee Jones was the yeah. face. Tommy Lee Jones is yeah. number one Two Face for me. Well, okay, Two Face, Two Face, number one. Because you know who played, you know who played Harvey Dent. In the Michael Keaton Batman, right? Yes. Billy D. Williams. I know he like, did. <laughs> I fucking know him, dude. Billy D. I didn't Williams. say I didn't say he was the best actor to play Two Face. But yeah, play Tom, Two Face. Tommy Lee's that motherfucker was really Two Face and Jim Curry behind it. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, Tom, yeah. He Tommy played Lee. Good. Tommy Lee is is by far. I didn't care for Jim Carrey's Joker at all. Or or not Joker, but Riddler. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer was a fantastic. Um, yes, was a fantastic cat. I think woman. every every woman that's been a Catwoman has actually been fantastic in their role. Yeah, even Anne Hathaway. And not because I'm a man and I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I Danny DeVito's Penguin <laughs> is solid. Oh yeah, and you know it even points well, at Pee Wee Herman's his dad. So yeah. Um, Recipes, Pee-wee. Paul Rubens. Yeah, I mean, the the villains the villains in the movies are always good. So, I mean, you can't, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. So, I think it's, I think, I think it's guaranteed that on the hour, every hour, I'm going to have to take a leak. So, as right as we are about to end this podcast, <laughs> I am dancing yet again. We are going to go ahead and end it. I think we have our Batman stuff. It was an interesting uh, podcast, especially with the uh, middle of the rant. But uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and call it a time. So, um, Brett, Brad has already left the building. So I'm. Uh, this is this has uh, been page uh, pints and pages. I'm Nick. I'm Levi. And we're uh, we'll say goodbye until next time.